For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. As always, my name is John Malika. We got my did my double co-host, my buddies, my co-hosts, my pals. We got uh, the video producer, Greg Albert. What up, Greg? What's going on? And we got our boy, Chip Murphy, who's all over uh, all the social media stuff. If you're talking Knicks, if you're talking NBA draft, if you're talking Couch Critic with some TV shows, he's all over. He's everywhere. What up, Chip? What's up, John? How you doing, man? How you doing? Good, man. We I haven't seen I haven't seen the TV show stuff. What's going on in the TV show world, Chip Murphy? Trying trying to get back into that. It's it's a lot to do oh. TV, golf, basketball, everything. Like uh, Amazon Amazon Prime. I've been watching the offer. Quite a series. Is that the Godfather show? Godfather show, the making of the Godfather. Quite a series. Very good so far. It's a lot to do with. I'm starting to read college football preview magazines now oh. too because I'm a maniac. Oh. So <laughs> the NBA okay. draft, the NBA draft's not enough for you. you Got to get a little college football <laughs> right. preview Co- in the week college, before. I, I had to. I had to. <laughs> Just I went on vacation this weekend to go see my grandfather in Syracuse, and I was reading the magazine on the four hour drive up there the entire time. I was I love reading that. it. <laughs> We're so back. We're so back. The couch critic getting some getting some critique himself uh, from our man Greg. <laughs> I, I love it. And honestly, let's just let's just start off with what's on everybody's mind. Let's talk about the NBA Finals. Crazy game five. Another game in this series where one quarter just took over and changed everything. Uh, I, I was happy it was close, right? That first half really scared me. And they say that what's the number? Like 79% of teams that win game five win the series. Yeah. I'm sitting here, Golden State now going back to Boston for game six, game six clay. I don't know. Did he use up his powers for game five? Is it, is he going to use it for game six? The cheapest ticket for Boston. My friend's asking me uh, if I want to go from here. The cheapest ticket right now, seven hundred to get in, which is tickets to regular Rangers game, which pisses me off. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, what do you guys think, man? W- w- what's your take on the series so far? What's your take on Game Six? And most importantly, we're here to bet. Like, w- what's your favorite bet from now on? You could either be on Game Six. It could be a, a prop, or you know, so maybe NBA Final stuff. Like, what's your outlook right now? What's your move? We'll start with you, Chip. What's up? Well, as far as betting, I'm glad you brought up Clay because I'm taking the over on his points. There's nothing that could have happened in game five that wouldn't have led me to believe that. Shout out to Clem from Barstool. I, I think it was him who tweeted out what everyone was thinking. Yeah, no, before game five, no matter what happens tonight, we're all taking Clay's over <laughs> in game six. It would be stupid not to. It's a uh, 20 and a half on FanDuel, his points. I'm gonna. Uh, the only thing I'm gonna say about that is everybody's screaming about how we have to take Draymond's under Bleacher Report saying we have to take the under. Who's smashing under seven and a half? I mean, he. I, he, he I don't do unders. I don't do unders on props. <clears throat> I don't do unders on props because you get it's embarrassing to get burnt like that. Not embar- embarrassing is the wrong word, but to root for someone not to score is just. Awkward, like as even it's someone awkward is, for me to root for Draymond not to score that. Yeah, like yeah, well, Dr- Draymond, Draymond is an exact exception, but like it's you know you know what I mean. It's like to to hope every time someone's shot goes in, to hope every time shot goes up to be like, oh, I hope that doesn't go in. Like right. it, it's different with Draymond, but if every you take, step, every step three last night, baby, please don't go <laughs> it, please don't. Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> if you bet like the under on Jason Tatum's points, you're. You're all night. You're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Every time you're the same way. If you bet the over, obviously too, but it's just different taking an under. I hate, I hate unders in, in everything. 
but yeah, life's too short to bet the under. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a, I have a mug. My brother bought me a mug that says "Life's too short to bet the under." Like that's, I, I drink, yeah, it, it is. It, it just Besides conference championship games. It's a fact. Yeah, big, <laughs> big yeah, ten, yeah, college big basketball, ten, big Big Ten football and basketball. There's something yeah. about the Big Ten, yeah, especially Iowa football. I like that. Yeah, yeah. to the point about Draymond, I'm not room for him to go. To, to miss shots or whatever. He's afraid to take shots. <laughs> I mean, I was getting big time, whatever, Ben Simmons vibes from the guy. Wide open attempts, wide open layups, wide open dunks for him. And he's dribbling in and just kicking out to Andrew Wiggins to shoot a wide open three. And he's missing that. So I don't know if I'm rooting for anyone to miss it. Once I knew Steph Curry, like, I know you guys had some, uh, John, I know you had the, uh, over three threes a game, over 25 points a game. Yes, I had last night. Me, bro over six points in every quarter. And I don't know if you, I was watching obviously cause I had it first quarter, 20 something seconds left, had an easy layup <laughs> and he missed it. And I was like, all right, screw this guy. So mm. once I knew it was over in the fourth quarter for you guys, I was rooting against it because, um, there's no way he was getting three threes. I mean, he, he didn't even get one. So, um, props rest of the way. We talked last week about over 40 points and a win that hit in game four. So I'm kind of pissed. I didn't take that. That was plus 400 plus 500. I don't think anything really sticks out to me besides Clay Thompson. I like points. I don't know what his threes are. I don't know if it's two and a half or three and a half, but three and a half on FanDuel. <clears throat> yeah. So three and a half threes. I'll probably take that just because it's game six clay. I had the Warriors in five, six or seven. I had the Celtics in seven. So right now I can't lose, which is great. So I'm going to throw a little extra on clay. And that's it. They're trying to get you all that DraftKings has a bunch of clay stuff. Obviously, all the all the props for everybody. They have like clay six three, six plus threes made, plus three forty. I don't know if I'm willing to go that to that length. Maybe a small, a small bet on that. But like I like the one like Steph and Clay both to score twenty five points at plus three hundred. I like that one. Cause I, I, I think that's more no, John? I I, I listen, man. Going into Boston, we are underestimating this whole ordeal of the Golden State Warriors going into Boston, back against the wall. No team has lost back-to-back games until this last game. I, I, I just, I don't, I really, really don't see this game, this series ending in six. I'm sure Scott Foster is going to be out there. I mean, everything in my, in my dumb gambling brain, tinfoil hat, whatever you want to call it. Tells me Father's Day, Game 7, back in Golden State, and we'll see what happens. I mean, I everything in my brain. I hope it ends. I hope it ends. I you don't like the series? Ends. No, I hope it ends. I have a parlay riding on the Warriors. I just want it to end. <laughs> I just want it to be over, and I want yeah. the Warriors to win. I don't want to sweat out a Game 7. We're going to so we're gonna get into that because your parlay has something to do with a little bit of golf. I have this yeah. background in honor of you guys who have, who have got me onto this golf scene, especially this golf betting scene. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, but let's just wrap up this NBA finals. You guys both have the overs on clay, right? We got the threes here. We got the points. You guys are rolling with the public here. The only thing I think that's pretty interesting is we got three and a half, right? I think the line is three and a half right now. Otherwise it's golden state plus 140. Either if you want to bet it in six specifically, it's plus 140. If you want to bet them in seven specifically. And then the Warriors and then the Celtics are plus three hundred and seven. Are you guys taking any of that, or are you guys just touching, uh, you know, the specific game, or are you guys just going with Clay and kind of just uh, sitting back and watching this one? I think I'm going to take Warriors money line and Clay. I think the Warriors win it because I, I think if you think Clay's going to have a big game, then you should think that they're going to no, win too. I don't. So yeah, that yeah, then don't then take the Celtics because if Clay goes off. In a game six, that usually means that the Warriors win. So I mean, I don't. And if I mean the plus three and a half, I, I'd rather just take the money line anyway. What I don't understand is there's a prop on FanDuel for the series ending in six games at plus one forty five. Like, how could it not end in six games if the Warriors win? So I don't understand why that money line is just slightly different. It just I don't know. That doesn't That's make weird. it. I know. I know it's close. It's just it's just plus five more. But I mean, there there is an advantage there to just you know take that big off. 
I, I, this whole thing is interesting. I, I the minus one seventy for Game Seven, so you can kind of roll on both sides of that. Which I'm sure. What do you think the line will be for Game Seven? If it does, uh, I think there. that I think the same that it's been for every other game. It seems like four, three and a half, four. I, I, hasn't that three and a half, four been the spread for like every game in the series? I feel like it has. Just about. Yeah, yeah I think so. And. John, to your point, so if you think the Celtics are going to win game set or six, are you interested at all in taking the Celtics to win in game seven at plus 300? I, I, I think I'm going to sprinkle on the Celtics again just by themselves, though, not throwing them in the parlay or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But there's an outright betting for them plus 310. So I'll probably just take that because, again, it has to end. In seven, (laughs) like it doesn't make any sense. There's like these weird little things I I notice on FanDuel. So if you're listening, like I would definitely just take a quick gander before you uh, bet anything. In my perspective, man, I'm going to take the Celtics plus 310 outright bet to win the series. And I'm going to take the series to end in seven at minus 170. So I'm just going to hedge both those out. If if this game wins, I'm going to so I'm going to bet the unit on both. So we'll see how it works out. I'm hoping it's a free. I'm hoping I have free money on the Celtics. I'm hoping it goes to seven. I have free money on the Celtics, and then I'll probably take Golden State. And Chip, you said you're the you're the guy in Jersey right now. So you're the guy. You're the only guy with the with the NF with the NBA draft uh, finals. Oh, finals odds, yeah. odds. I know Greg. Greg had some thoughts on that uh, pre-recording. So. Why don't you give us some of those uh, interesting lines? I know everyone's interesting about A. Wiggins. Uh, are, are we are we looking at A. Wiggins? Are we looking at Steph Curry? Are we maybe take a Boston player? Because if Boston wins, I mean, obviously they're going to win MVP. Like, are we taking Jalen Brown, Tatum? Like, what's that? Yeah, what are the Boston guys? What's that look like right now? I just hold on one second. Yeah, uh, I mean, John. Oh, yeah, go for it, Chip. Yeah, let me just bring it up. I just lost let Go me ahead, just Jeff. bring it up. You guys. Go ahead, yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm interested in Wiggins, man. Like, I, like, Steph had a tough game in game five. Wiggins has played pretty consistent all season or all, all finals. I don't know what he's averaging right now, but it seems like he's averaging in the <laughs> 20s and 10, he's, he's, 12 honestly, rebounds. Wiggins, is, I, I don't know. He went to rebounding school. I don't know. What, Dude, what my happened. whole thing is like, did he grow like six inches? Like, since when is he a power forward? Like, that's just blowing my mind. He's out there covering the one through five. Like, he's doing everything for him. He's literally leading. Is he leading the entire series in rebounds at nine and a half? He I'm pretty could sure over. He might be. Williams hasn't been playing that great. Looney can't get out of foul trouble. Apparently, that's Dude. another one. Everyone was all over Looney to do. <laughs> What was it, 11 or yeah. 17 points, rebounds, and assists? Oh. So Looney's, I might try that. Looney stinks, man. Uh, I, you know what's, the, you know what's my number one thing I've learned this about this in this series is Robert Williams is amazing. <laughs> like when Robert Williams was he wasn't healthy, good, he wasn't good last game. No, but when he was healthy in, like we saw what he did in the regular season and then we yeah. saw what, what they had to do when he wasn't around. And then you see what he does when he's productive, they murder. When he's yeah. not productive, they kind of stink. And then A. Wiggins leads leads the series in rebounds. Uh, I don't. I feel like this whole series kind of hinges on him, and we don't talk about him much because he's like the you know the fourth most interesting player. But Jay, yeah. you got those finals odds? I got him. Yes, yeah, Steph is. This is Fanduel, by the way. Steph is the overwhelming favorite, minus three sixty. Uh, I think he's going to win if they win. Uh, Tatum's plus four hundred. Jalen Brown plus eighteen hundred. And Andrew Wiggins plus two uh, plus two thousand. So Wiggins has he's leading the the Warriors in blocks as well. So he had he, he's <laughs> nine and a half rebounds and one point two blocks. That those are his numbers. And on the other side, you got Tatum leading the Celtics with seven and a half rebounds, seven assists, and twenty three and a half points, basically. Oh, and Marcus Smart plus eleven thousand, Clay plus thirteen. I'll take that bet, guys. Whoever wants that, call me up. Yeah, the Marcus Smart MVP bet. Right? Yeah, and and some no and limit. some some cruel <laughs> person who works at Fanduel has Draymond on here. Yeah, like oh. I guess six twenty five, twenty five hundred, leading twenty five thousand. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that bet too. Anyone who wants to bet Marcus Smart or Draymond Green MVP, I have a no limit. 
You hit me up, hit up Winning Picks Weekly, we'll take it. Yeah, I was going to say Steph's obviously the overwhelming favorite, but I kind of like the idea of putting a little bit on each of those other guys, Tatum, Brown, and uh, A. Wiggins, just because we don't know. There's probably two more games left in the series. We don't know how it's going to go, but if the Celtics win, I mean, Tatum's playing out of his mind. When he plays, When he plays great, they win. So if he has two phenomenal games here, Game 6 and Game 7, plus 400, Probably the best his odds have been all series. I love Wiggins here because what if 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 the Warriors lose Game Six, oh. and then they win Game Seven on the tails of Andrew Wiggins again, right? Like if it's just like he has a big game, they're gonna give it to him. Yeah, Steph just has <laughs> another like fourteen point game. It's tough when Wiggins is out here almost scoring thirty a night. Even if he, even if he scores like twenty five points. You know, goes like you know four for nine from three, and Andrew Wiggins, you know, is gets like twenty five and fifteen. I I'm pretty sure it's gonna go to Wiggins, and Steph Curry's gonna be the number one fan. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, who cares? Wiggins but, just can't hit a shot though. He just drives me crazy. It's like, dude, you're wide open in the NBA Finals. Like, what's going defense, on here? You were not taking into into account any defense. He's when he's uh, tagging Tatum, they can't score. Yeah. Yeah, defense has been good. Defense is winning. Like you said going into this, John, the Celtics are the best team, defensive team since January. Warriors are number two, man. This has been the def- whoever who's playing better defense is winning these games right now. It's not been high scoring. It's not been very potent on offense. It's been a lot of ugly plays, a lot of fouling out, a couple technicals here and there. We got one last night. So, dude, I'm so annoyed that Draymond Green's not getting teed up every play. And I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what he has on these refs. I, he, he. The fact that he doesn't get teed up, he's walking inside the huddle of the Celtics, screaming in the ref's face, and and it's like, hey, yeah, just just go back. <laughs> it's, it's I absolutely really hate him. He plays on him the so Warriors. Much. That's what he has on the refs. It's wild. They, but yeah, the, I think the refs love Steve Kerr and they love the Warriors. To recap, we have a couple of clay bets here by yep. Chip and Greg. We got the over on the points, over on the threes. Couple. We have you know. I think we're kind of on a wide range here of Warriors wanting to end it here, Celtics in seven, but we went over the props to try to get, you know, wherever your, wherever your heart desires to kind of hedge the right way. But if you really, really want to hedge, you hit those MVP, the Wiggins, the Tatum, the Brown. I mean, that, that's how you could really make some money here. Before we get into the, the U.S. Open, the, the golf, where I know Chip is dying to get to. <laughs> We got to talk about some NHL hockey. Unfortunately, the Rangers, tough, tough, tough series versus a two-time champ. I mean, the way Greg is talking about the Avalanche, the way Avalanche has been playing, kind of lights out. I'm glad that we're not going to get smoked in front of everyone. <laughs> but, dude, I, it's hard for me to just, you know, with my dumb gambling brain, look at the odds for the NHL Stanley Cup. And see that the two-time defending champions are underdogs. <laughs> I, get, I, I know they don't have the home the home ice, but that that one's kind of wild. I mean, they're only plus one fifty to outright win, but they're plus one twenty six in game one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, like you don't have to wait to win four games; you can just take them game one. I, I I love the game one series parlays. Like I have Celtics game one and the Warriors to win the series, so I'm not gonna you know be upset if they win. In six or seven, I, I, I'm riding with that. I'm curious if you like the Tampa Bay winning game one and Avalanche winning the series. That's plus four hundred. Anything like that? Because I know you're. I know you like the Avalanche. Like, tell me what you like about this series. We don't have to get into the Rangers. Everything hurts when I think about them. Yeah, I mean, that was just it was such a tough way to lose a series. I mean, even just going back to game three, like we had that. And that was the turning point of the whole thing. We lost four straight, including that, or three straight, including that one, four straight, including that one. So it was tough. But, um, yeah, it's tough not to bet Tampa Bay. They're two-time defending chance. There's a lot of miles that they've had to put on, though, over these last three seasons to be in the position they're in. However, they seem they seem to wake up in the middle of the series and turn it on. So, I mean... If I'm looking at anything for Tampa Bay, to your point, if you like them at plus 150, I would look more in Tampa Bay in six is plus 600. Tampa Bay in seven is plus 650. So, you know, they're obviously, they don't have the home ice advantage, so they would close it out at home uh, in game six. Um, Other than that, like I said, the Avalanche is such a better team. Uh, Avalanche winning two is hard to to fathom. (sighs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, I wouldn't bet them because they're like, what, minus 200 to win the series or something like that. But just looking at their odds here to win in five, to win in six, and to win in seven are all plus 400. So, you know, if you put 100 bucks on each of those, as long as one of those hits, you're up a little bit of money. So, um, that's the way I would look at it if you're trying to bet the series. But I'm staying away at this point. I made some money in the NHL playoffs. I hit a nice parlay, won a couple games, won a couple first-time scores and stuff. So I'm on to baseball, which has been going well. I'm on to golf. Okay, yeah. It was a fun, it was a fun playoff run. I'm happy that the Rangers did it. You know, I expect them to be back next year. So I'm ready to rock and ready to roll. That's fair. I, I know, you know how I feel right now about, about that. It's hard, it's hard to watch this cup. I was like, I had tickets. To the cup, so it's, yeah. you know, and I have to get a refund from Ticketmaster. Like it stinks right now. I don't want to deal with it. Uh, the season ticket for the Knicks, uh, the, the upgrade is tomorrow. So we, are, I am on. I am moving on completely. <laughs> the garden has moved on, and I, but I, I have to touch the series. I'm gonna take some extremes. I'm gonna take Avalanche for a sweep. I know it's that's crazy, but I'm gonna take it's plus eight eighty. I'm just gonna take it. They swept two series <laughs> in this playoffs. It could happen again. I don't think it's going to happen. Vasilevsky's a beast. However, I'm just going to take it to plus 880. I'm also going to take Lightning in seven. That's plus 590. I, I, I was thinking about just waiting until Colorado wins the first game and then taking Tampa in, in, in seven because that's obviously what's going to happen. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it like that. And I'm also going to take Tampa to win game one and Avalanche to win the series at plus 400. Just, you know, just in case like Tampa's still hot, that whole like, Rust versus um, uh, yeah, rest versus rust. Rust versus rust. Like I, yeah. I don't know. I I just feel like Tampa's just unbelievably good. So I'm gonna take them. Color. Uh, you know, there, is there anything about Stanley Cup like nerves? Like this team's a two time champ. Like you know, game one you win, and uh, so those are the three bets I'm gonna take. All plus money, just so I could watch it. It's gonna be fun. I know I'm gonna turn it on. So oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But without further ado, I got the course behind me. We're not in Saudi Arabia. Mm. It's time for some real Saudi golf. Yeah. <laughs> the real deal. The real deal where I make my to make the cup parlay with Chips Graces as long as mm. VJ Singh is not in there and Ooh. DeChambeau. Those are those two guys right now. But we'll talk about DJ. We'll talk about Justin Thomas. We'll talk about his winners. He's been hot. I have one thing to add to the gambling constitution. When Chip says Rory... We take Rory because he wins because he <laughs> hates Rory. So if he's down with him, you know it's a good bet. How you doing, man? We 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 know you are all over the Warriors. Tell the fans why who may not be staring at your bet slip. Tell us about yeah. the tell us about the Canadian Open and let us know what you got for this upcoming yeah. golf tournament. I'm sweating that Warrior series, like I I said earlier. So in the the Canadian Open uh, after round one. I put uh, Finau top 10, who ended up finishing second. And yeah. I bet Rory to win at plus 500. And I bet JT at, at, to finish in the top 20. So all those hit. Oh, yeah. And uh, the fourth leg of that parlay was the Warriors to win the series. <laughs> yeah. So that's at plus 200. And so I need the Warriors to win. That's the only part of that left. So now I'm just sweating that one out and... Is there a Got cash it. out? What's the cash out right now? Is it, it like is it double your money? Is it is it is it? I you know what I haven't even I haven't even checked because I I was going to do it or I was checking it after the golf and then I was just like I'm going to I'm I'm just gonna wait out. I think the Warriors are going to win, so I'm gonna wait it out. And I'm definitely not gonna cash out now because I think the Warriors are gonna win now, which is famous last words. The Warriors are probably gonna choke this away. Right now would probably be like the best uh, deal you would get, right? To cash out. Because if they if they lose, then obviously it's going to go lower, right? Because it's going to yeah. be game seven. And if yeah. they win, obviously you win. It's over, right? So right now would be like the, your highest payout. Right? That's why I was curious. Probably. Probably, but I'm not, I'm not looking just because. Not a payout kind of guy. I got you. I feel you, bro. Nah, I don't really want to do that right now. I feel I, you. I don't really want to do it. I've come this far. Now it's just one game. And I know if it's a game seven, I'm going to sweat it like crazy. And I may not even be able to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Is how stressed I'm going to be watching on Gamecast or something? But I don't know. It's, All right. it's still fun to have that there. 
you're coming off hot off the Canadian Open. Mm-hmm. We got the U.S. Open. The field is finally starting to. We we start. We this is the first time I think we finally feel the the live Saudi Arabian league. Like there's a lot of names that are off this list, right? I'm looking at to make the cut list, but the names I recognize it's significantly lower. Right? I think mm-hmm. it's just it's dwindling down. But you're hot right now, man. I guess so yeah. is Rory. Like what? What do you what do you think about this open, man? What who do you got uh, to win it? You got any props? Uh, we'll we'll hit up Greg after, and then we'll uh, we'll make my to make the cut bet, and uh, you guys will make fun of me, and we'll see how we'll see how far <laughs> we go. <laughs> okay, so I already gave Matt Fitzpatrick last week because uh, he the last time they played here at this course uh, in Matt it's in Massachusetts. I I forget the name of the course again. I gotta. Tory Pines, huh? Tor- no, 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 no. It's uh, I don't think it's Tory Pines. I could be wrong, but the last time they played here, uh, it's some country club in Massachusetts. Whatever, we don't care. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they play. It was the U.S. Open or the U.S. Amateur Championship, and Matt Fitzpatrick won. Ended up winning that tournament, and uh, I just he hasn't played great in uh, recent. U.S. Opens, but he finished 12th in 2019. I don't know. He's playing pretty good golf recently. Uh, he, I, I don't know. He put, what did he finish at the Canadian? Um, 10th at the Canadian. Uh, yeah, 10th at the Canadian. What was he? He missed the cut at the Memorial. Not great. But uh, he was fifth at the PGA. That's, That's probably because of me. That's probably because yeah. of me. Anybody that missed, <laughs> How did you yeah, bet on him? This is the cut. Honestly, just you could blame me. and I will take the blame from now on. Anyone who's famous that I would know that I'm putting in my cuts, that doesn't make because always one or two that don't. No matter how many I put, I could put two. One of them is not going to make it. It does not matter. <laughs> so if there's, any, if there's anyone, I'll just take the blame, man. And I also, I kind of like the odds at plus 3,000. Um, I One guy who I, I'm staying away from is... Uh, is Rom because yes, me too. I, I know he's one of the favorites, uh, but he's always a favorite, bro. Like, I'm sorry, I'm starting to finally realize because I'm staring at the golf odds. I'm like, oh, this guy favorite. Oh, I'll take him to make the cut. He doesn't even make that. Like, I'm, I, yeah, I'm over I'm, it. I'm, over I'm staying away from Rom. He's not playing his best golf and he won it last year and nobody repeats at the U.S. Open. When Kepka did it, it was like this crazy uh, outlier thing. I don't see it. JT has never really played well at the U.S. Open. I read something that says this course kind of suits his game, but I, that's care. someone that my list. I'll wait <laughs> until, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. Um, so guys that I'm looking at are, two guys I'm looking at are, one is Xander Schauffele. Let me bring up my Xander stuff. So Xander's, mine. Oh, oh, you have him I like too? that, I like that. Okay. <laughs> Get somewhere. So, so Xander's played in five U.S. Opens, right? He's finished in the top 10 in all five of them. So a top 10 uh, prop should be a lot. If you were betting this U.S. Open, you should absolutely take Xander in the top 10. I just want to make the cut, man. I'm not, <laughs> oh, you're putting him in the top? <laughs> just make the cut, man. I forget the 10. I'm, all, I don't, I'm not going to even venture into that world. Just make the cut right now. I can give the top 10, top 20 like you after after game after day one. Going into the weekend, maybe, but uh, let me just stick with. I just want to win a golf bet, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going top ten with him. I I haven't decided yet if I'm going to throw in a second winner because I may. You know, I got Rory as the winner, but I waited until after the first day, and I liked that I did that, and I may do that again. But I'm definitely doing Xander top ten and throwing that into a parlay. And you mentioned, uh, I forget if it was during this or if it was before we came on, John, but you mentioned Louis Oosthuizen. Oh, yeah. Let me bring up Louis again. He, uh, I'll read off Louis's, uh, US Open finishes. And I know he hasn't played great this year, hasn't played much this year. And he's a live guy, live golf guy. And I know a lot of people are fading them, ignoring them, but (laughs) let me bring up his open, US Open finishes. Uh, last year he finished second. 2020 he was third. 2019 he was seventh. 2018, 16th, uh, 17 and 16, both he was 23rd. 2015, second. And 2014 he was 40th. Louis, I'm taking Louis Oosthuizen, uh, top 40. I believe it's minus 115. 
on FanDuel? Yeah. Right now, um, the odds are much better. I don't have the DraftKings odds up right now, but it's much better on FanDuel than it is on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. It sucks to to parlay. You can't do it. You can't parlay top 40 with a lot of other things. Like, I don't think you can parlay top 40 with like a top 10 or something. I tried to parlay it with Xander. You have to parlay top 40 together. So, but yeah, I like Oosthausen top 40, uh, Xander for sure top 10. If you want to take him as the winner too, go for it. I, I like Fitzpatrick a lot. I, two guys who I'm going to wait, or one guy who for sure I'm going to wait until after day one to see how he plays is Brooks, Brooks Kepka. Yeah. I'm saying um, way. Because I was thinking about taking him, not necessarily like top. Just married, bro. Not necessarily. Injury. <laughs> not necessarily like. Social media. He's not ready yeah. for this man. I, I don't really. You know, everybody's like, oh, Brooks only cares about the majors. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. But I don't know. In top 10, he's plus 360 on FanDuel. And I was thinking about it. But pre-tournament, I don't love it. So he's uh, there's guys you have to keep an eye on during the tournament. Brooks is one of them uh, because he's been great at the open. And another one, and I hate saying it, I hate saying it, but another one is Bryson um, because he won it in 2020. And he's, <laughs> he has played well at the U.S. Open, and he's played like crap. Yeah. And even if he does play well in the first round, his odds are probably still going to be pretty good because no one's going to expect him to win. And I'm not saying to bet him to win, but if you can get good odds on him to finish in like the top 10 after the first round, that's something you should go for. Because something I learned betting the Canadian Open is sometimes that betting after the first round can be more fruitful for you than betting before the tournament. That's like the most, and I think Greg talked about that at one point too. If you're going to bet golf, like betting after each round is important. That's the only way to really win. Like betting pre-tournament is really, really hard. It's really hard to do. So I know uh, Tony Finau is going to be a popular one. I'm going to consider Finau, especially after he played at the Canadian. He's been really hit or miss at the Open. Um, he's The last four Opens, he's missed the cut twice, uh, two out of the four times, but the other two times he's finished in the top 10. So he he's a guy where... I like him and I like Xander. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm definitely taking Fitzpatrick to win. Uh, Xander top 10. Finau is another guy I'm considering the top 10, to be honest. But, and I, one of my stronger ones to say is like, keep an eye on Brooks that first day. Yeah. Uh, either ignore, <laughs> to either ignore him completely after it or to be like, okay, I need to put some money on him. All right. What about you, Greg? I like that. I mean, a lot of names got brought up that I've been looking at, and I have a parlay here, but I want to add one more name to it. So, who I have so far is a top 20 uh, for on FanDuel. I have Xander, Shafley, minus 125. Okay, not bad. My guy, Willie Z, going every tournament, minus 105. And then for my long odds guy, I'm I'm doing it. Max Homa. Homa, I knew you were gonna say Homa. Throw him in there. Uh, plus one seventy. <laughs> yeah, John <laughs> talked about him last week. He's playing well, man. He's playing pretty good at plus one seventy. You know, again he's to be plus in the top one seventy to finish the top twenty, huh? Yeah, and I mean he's playing the best he's ever played. So I'm gonna throw him in there. You, uh, Chip, you threw out Bryson DeChambeau. So I just punched it in there, and like my the odds go up crazy. He's plus six hundred right now mm-hmm. to uh, finish in the top twenty. So you know, seeing my, seeing me going from winning four hundred to three thousand makes me kind of <laughs> like it, but I know that's unrealistic. So two other names or three other names that I've been looking at that I don't think you talked about, Chip, and I don't know if you have any insight on them are Scotty Scheffler again. We know he's having an up and down season right now. Cam Smith, Cameron Smith. That's my boy. Shane Lowry. Lowry's a very popular one, I know. So yeah. I don't know if you have any insight on those. You're kind of swinging me on Matthew Fitzpatrick. He's plus 100. So Scotty Scheffler's minus 165. Cameron Smith's plus 100. Fitzpatrick's plus 100. Lowry's plus 100. So, and then Spieth, but I'm not 
not betting speed. This is just a personal thing, but I tend to like try and stay away from the guys who are like super popular with everyone. And like Lowry seems to be like a really popular pick okay. by a lot of people right now. I and like I, that too. Look, that you doesn't see mean, his name start yeah. popping up everywhere. It's like, all right, I got to stay away from this guy. Yeah, yeah he's like, it's, he's playing the best golf of his life. And it's like, all right, he's playing well, but he, it's not like he's <laughs> playing fantastic. It's not like he's finished constantly in the top 10 or anything. Like, yeah, and like John just said, the these FanDuel ringer parlays, he's in every single one. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Every single one. Yeah. yeah. All of them. They love him at the ringer, clearly. And it's like, <laughs> there's a lot of Shane Lowry hype right now. And it seems like, I, honestly, I, I was considering maybe putting him to miss the cut. Like, maybe he has like a... Ooh. a, a I, I didn't want to go that far. Fade the public. Fade, fade him. Yeah, fade the public. Fade the public. I was thinking about it. All right, so I'm going to throw Matt Fitzpatrick in there. That gets me to plus 1800 It's 50 bucks to win 900 That's completely fine with me. So again, Xander Shoffley? Is that how you say it? Xander? I've always said Shoffley. Shoffley. Yeah, Xander. They all call him the X-Man, don't they? They don't call him by his last name. I've never heard anyone call him by his last name. All right, so Xander Zatoris, Fitzpatrick, Homa, all to be in the top 20. 50 bucks to win 900. Lock it in right now. This one's a winner. I already got that feeling. All right. All right, so I got a I got a 12 man to make the cut parlay at plus 3200. We can play the game of who's going to lose. <laughs> if you guys want, you can just tell me who. Maybe yeah, we I'll should start doing like side off. bets. Maybe I'll start taking them off. Mm-hmm. You guys tell me, but this is my 12. I got Rory, Scotty Chef, Willie Z, Cam Smith, Sungjae Im, who's every time I watch any golf, top of the board. <laughs> I gotta take him. <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick, Matsuyama. I'm a homosexual as well. You gotta take Max Homa, Kala Marikawa. Uh, I'm, you know, Xander and Louis. That, that's all you guys. Like you guys are putting me on the Xander and Louis train. I'm all in. Pat Reed, and that closes off the twelve. Ooh, Pat Reed at plus thirty two hundred. He's actually the highest odds, which makes me see like minus one forty two. Bet like the literally the lowest odds to really make it. Yeah, it makes no sense. Which means you know, obviously he's gonna be the one <laughs> that doesn't make the cut. But here Maybe. I am. I'm gonna put a unit on it, trying to get thirty two hundred dollars walking into the weekend, just on to make the cut. Just make the cut, bro. <laughs> make the cut. Obviously, dude. you know Max Home was a risk for making the cut. <laughs> the only other name that stood out to me besides Patrick Reed, but the odds are are so juiced I- that. Maybe Kevin, they know took, something we don't. I took Kevin Now off. Kevin Now is minus one hundred two. He had like the lowest odds in the entire tournament to make the cut. What's like, Colin right. Morikawa's odds? He has not been playing that good. I was betting him a lot early, you know, a couple weeks ago, a month ago. He's not been playing. Minus two thirty. Yeah, yeah that's a, you mean to scare me? Maybe I'll take him over point nine. That might be one to think about, just because, like I said, he has not been playing good. Deal. Morikawa off, bro. Say no. Say no more. Chip, you got any, you got anyone that's going to win the whole? You? He's going to win the whole tournament now, yeah. but yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's he's fine. going to win the whole. He's going to win the whole damn thing. <laughs> that's yeah, fine, exactly. man. That's fine with me. I I just need to. I just need people to make the cut. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, anyone that that bothered you on that list, Chip? And let me ask you about Burger. Do you have anything on Dan, Danny B? Honestly, I didn't look into him too much. I, I don't know, so I, I don't can't comment on him. But I, there's no one on on that list who bothered me. No, I, I like that list. I misspoke what I was talking about. Um, but nah, and Patrick Reed, it's the opposite. Like they're everyone. Like Rory's minus nine fifty, Scotty's minus six hundred. They're minus one hundred two. So they're basically like a f- coin flip. Uh, but yeah. So okay. should should I, uh, should I? What about Justin Rose? Do we care about Justin Rose? Played great in the Canadian on that on that Sunday. He was awesome. He did, he but they were ter- they were tearing that course apart though. That's a different thing. That course is a lot easier than what they're about to play. All right, I'm so. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in J Rose. Keep it at 3700, up a little bit, and that's gonna be my U.S. Open to make the cut parlay. We'll post it on Winning Picks Weekly. Chip always going with his updated golf stuff, and that takes us to 
our man who's been MLB baseball day in. Sorry, before sorry, John, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, can I say one more? Hell yeah, absolutely, all day. Just I, I'm talking myself into this Shane Lowry <laughs> missed the cut thing now. <laughs> okay, what, all right. What about that? Let's hear it. What's it at? <laughs> It just can I read his last his U.S. Open finishes? Sure. His because last year sixty fifth, twenty twenty forty third, uh twenty nineteen twenty eighth, missed the cut in twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen forty sixth, in twenty sixteen and twenty fifteen he was good, twenty fifteen ninth, twenty sixteen second, but recently he hasn't played very well. Um, I know he's playing very well. Uh. In other tournaments, obviously, right now he's played pretty well, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just now I'm talking myself onto it on the podcast and I'm going to regret it later, but I don't know. I, I have an amateur question. Are there missed the cut parlays? Cause I don't see it. Um, I, cause if can. If I, I got, get, I got Larry at Shambo, plus 270. If I, I could put Shambo and Larry together. I might take it. Maybe even Kepka, honestly. Anyone that I'm scared of? Yeah, yeah. Does it work? Uh, Lowry is plus two seventy on Fanduel. Lowry and uh, oh, Bryson's not on here for missed the cut. Oh, sorry, he's not here. Right, uh, <laughs> uh, Lowry and Kepka though is an interesting one. Lowry and Kepka is plus seven eighty eight on Fanduel. Ooh. I might touch it. I might touch it with a with a with a hot uh, hot iron. I might just you know, just you know, I, just a little, just a little, a little touch. I just talked my. I think I just talked myself into Lowry and Capcom. I'm not. All right, I'm telling you. Oosh. Yeah, I know. I'm telling. You. I think I did. Not I think I'm much. doing that. All right, deal. Mm-hmm. Chip, Greg, on to you, the MLB baseball guy. You got fantasy football stuff, which. At this point, I'm, I never thought I'd say this out loud that I'm team Mike Trout. Dude, wild, <laughs> wild stuff going on in the fantasy world. They're, they're saying it's cheating to keep guys on the IR stash when they, when they're no longer on IR. But I, I guess I'm the biggest fantasy football cheater of all time. They're yeah, fighting, learn to play the game. You know, rookies. They're losing millions of dollars and fighting each other because some guy kept some guy in the IR and then well. he. What's his name? Tony is a Tony fan. What's yeah. his name out there? He, he's a lunatic. I mean, <laughs> so is Jock Peterson. So, dude, I can't uh, believe I can't believe that's the controversy. But anyway, I was watching the Mets game though, and they were interviewing him. Dude, Mike Trout doesn't do media, and it's just he's a tough he's a tough listen to man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can't believe they, I'm Mike Trout. But they I had him for a whole inning, and it's just like, oh, I mean, the baseball guys are nerds too, so. It was just, it was a tough conversation, but yeah, I'm team Mike Trout all the way. I mean, my favorite thing about Mike Trout is he was saying like he's not he's not going to commission the league anymore. He's like, all right, I'm done. Like this is too much attention. Too many people are talking about it. Like a little a little dust up of any kind. Mike Trout's like, I'm out. I just want to hit baseball <laughs> and go home. Like I love that about him. But dude, baseball has been good, man. Baseball has been really good to me in the last few weeks. I've just been. Betting the Mets and the Yankees. I, I I talked about it two or three weeks ago, and I've been doing it, and it's just the Mets and the Yankees. Plus I just 1,400, take, right? I, that's, your, that's your Subway Series future? Oh, yeah. So I threw that in this week. The Mets to win the NL, Yankees to win the AL, Parlays plus 1,400. So I threw that in just because I'm up on the year, and if I keep doing my $50 bets, I'm going to be probably up by the end of the season, knock on wood, God willing, because – I'm not doing anything crazy anymore. I was taking big time parlays. I was taking RBIs and hits and stuff like that. The only thing I think I might dabble into a little bit is total bases. Is it because the odds are so much crazier? In a walk and you're not pissed off? No, walks don't count. It's just hits. <laughs> uh, okay. It's not stolen bases, not walks. It's just hits. But it's like instead of taking someone to like get a hit at minus 300, you can just get them to like get two bases and it's like minus 110. So chances are I saw are, that, but I saw that I because I, I tried in the beginning and I saw that walks didn't count and it just pissed me off once I, I stopped I doing it. I, it was so annoying. It's tough too because like guys like Pete Alonzo and stuff who get like intentionally walked, it's like okay. There might yeah, be a same shot. thing with Judge. Judge yeah. too, yeah. So yeah, but I mean guys like Judge, anyone in the Yankees, I've been betting them. I don't know how to say your shortstop's name, but hit every night. That dude's on fire. KF, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. IKF. Yeah. IKF. Just yeah. say IKF. Dude, he's great. I had them against the Cubs the other day. That Carpenter guy. I fucking love that guy. That Carpenter guy. Oh, yeah. oh my Once, God. What, he goes from the Cardinals to the Yankees. All of a sudden, the Mets fans like him. I love oh, him. Just love the look of him. It just looks like a Carpenter. His name's Carpenter. I mean, what's not to like about the guy? He's setting bombs to right field. So, Next. at this point, just to get back to the X's and O's kind of thing, betting the Mets, I'm betting the Yankees. And I'm betting good teams that are playing bad teams. We're in the middle of the season right now. Teams are separating. The Braves are hot. So I'm betting them. They're playing the Nationals. You have to bet against them. Uh, who else am I betting? The St. Louis against Pittsburgh. I mean, they're going to cover both games tonight. That's easy. I need St. Louis to start losing, man. I need St. Louis to start losing. My, Brewers, my Brewers future bet's not looking fantastic mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't think I really had anything. I had the Padres. The Padres against the Cardinals or the Cubs. They're down one nothing right now, but that's it. And you just throw a couple players in there to get a couple hits, just one hit each. And I mean, sometimes you could knock them out in the first first time through the order. So, um, yeah, that's really been it. So it's the been only, going pretty good. The, the only thing that's not going good for me, man, and of course, there's going to be one division. But it's those pesky Mike Trout Angels, man. They're pissing me off, dude. They oh, got the, they got they got Babe Ruth over there. They got Madden, who the guru, Mohawk guru, who got fired with that crazy losing streak. Like, pick it up, bro. You guys lost fourteen games in a row and only three and a half back or eight and a half back now. Like, can we can we move on three and a half from the wild card? But I don't want a damn wild card. I need the division. The I needed the Rangers division ahead of them, bro. The Texas. I put. Rangers. I had them in a division parlay. Man, how many division parlors do you think they ruined? Seriously. They're going to ruin all of them because everybody hates Houston. So I, the Angels are just like, and Altani's always MVP, um, one of the favorites in the offseason, every single offseason, because he does both. So I feel you. But yeah, that, I, everything else is good with me. The Brewers are scaring me a little bit, but I'm not too worried about them. Um, Cardinals usually just win the walk card and then win the whole thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to them being a wildcard team and just surprising everyone. But I hope to God, for Greg's sake, that the Cardinals don't play the Mets in the playoffs. Like, I'm praying for you, Greg. Honestly, like, I hope it's not, they don't get the wildcard spot because the Mets are going to win the division. I'm, Why I'm not re- play the Cardinals? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with the Cardinals playing the Mets in the, in the playoffs? Everything yeah, that happens. It's a whole new team. It's a whole new, it's a whole new, new energy, new vibe. How have the Mets been against the Cardinals in the playoffs since Steve Cohen has arrived? That's what I want to know about. <laughs> I, I think overall. So. Uh, perfect. That's where I want to be. That's where I love to be. So I don't know. All that old stuff's in the past. I'm not worried about September. I'm not worried about anything. Worry about the Mets getting healthy. We lost Marte and Alonzo in the same game on the road on our West Coast trip. I need everyone to stay healthy. Everyone to stay all right. And we'll be all right. I need Escobar to get a hit tonight, too, for the Mets. One question I did have for you guys before we sign off on this baseball thing. We're done. When you're betting, are you – I know, Chip, you said earlier you're not cashing out. So are you hedging any bets or anything like that? Right now I have an opportunity. The Mets are still up 3 nothing <laughs> on the Brewers. Mm. What's the inning now? You started this as the second inning. I started – yeah, it was the second inning. I was like, should I hedge it out? It's the fifth inning right now. I'm trying to see what the odds are. What's the bullpen like? What's your bullpen? Tell me about the Mets, man. Tell me about the Mets. I know you're watching game in and game out. I'm, I'm watching bullpens. Brewers. We're professional hitters. We don't hit home runs. We we are the best team. I don't know if this is a fact or not. So someone has to fact check it. Give me a sabermetrics. We're the best team with two outs in baseball. <laughs> we hit. We have more RBIs with two outs. We have more singles and doubles with two outs. We're just we just don't give up. I love it. Everyone hits, man. Everyone hits. Everyone plays. It just effort, 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 which is pitching. Something we haven't had in a while. Pitching's not been good. Middle relief. Edwin Diaz has been pretty good. Middle relief just hasn't been that great, but we haven't needed it. I'm worried about when we need it. I'm worried about when it's, you know, two nothing in a playoff game and you're going into the seventh inning. You know, we, we made a swap earlier this season, the Mets and the Yankees for middle relief pitchers. I don't think either of us have liked the guys that we got. There's probably a reason why we traded two weeks into the season. So, um, the backup catcher is fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our catcher, catcher is another thing too. McCann's been out for like a month now. He broke his hand or something like that. Uh, so, Vino's holding us down, bro. Yeah, yeah, he can play. So, 
Uh, other than that, though, you know, there's two talking, pictures coming back, bro. Yeah, like they're talking about like like a lot of articles I'm seeing as like the quote unquote baseball like deadline trade deadline approaches, which I think is in August. So I don't know how it's really approaching, but is like the Mets need starting pitching, and I'm like, I don't know if we do. Like we have five or six guys. We just got McGill back. He's been pretty good. We have five or six guys right now who have all been pretty good. Bassett and Carrasco have been great for us holding it down all season. So um Peterson got was started out great, but he got hurt. He's back now. McGill started out great. He got hurt, but he's back. And now it sounds like uh Scherzer's pitching a simulated game this week. So Scherzer's gonna be back way before DeGrom, in my opinion. Yeah, DeGrom DeGrom and Scherzer both of them. I don't care if Scherzer comes back and pitches a game and then it takes like two weeks off. And he pitches a game and takes like two weeks off. Like, take your time, get healthy. That's how I feel about the right. I feel like Scherzer could play one game and then be good for the playoffs. Degrom, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, really, yeah. like, you kind of need a little bit of a, you know, slow, in-depth uh, comeback yeah. for him. Don't well, rush there back. is something to the playoff experience thing in baseball. I think that Scherzer, it's a lot oh, yeah. different in baseball than every other sport. Well, just look at his eyes, dude. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need yeah. anything in the world. Yeah, I mean, other than that, if you're trying to hop on the bandwagon for the Mets and you're betting, just Lindor's been a little, he's one for two tonight, which is good, but he's been a little shaky. Other than that, dude, our guys are just hitting. Like, Jeff McNeil's been great. Your boy. I love That's him, a Mets dude. fan favorite, right? That's a Mets fan favorite. I hear about McNeil yeah. every single day. Yeah. Dude, he just plays every position, just plays hard, and he just gave up trying to hit home runs. Now he bats like 300. Okay, he's batting 322 right now, and then they try to shift him. He's batting like 400 against the shift. All right, they'll do it all day, baby. I don't care. So our guys are good. I love this Starling Marte guy. Um, <laughs> phenomenal. I'm just happy we just got him. Swapping him for Cano has just been incredible. Dude, Cano's or not Cano, man, uh, Cano. Comforto, Comforto. Yeah, but they're, they're both bad. But Cano is especially bad. Cano just needed to go. I mean. Bad players. Do you, it, I, I don't know if this is sensitive, but is, is Batanzas? Does he play? Is he injured? Okay, he's not around. Oh, okay. Is he on the team? But he's, he's still he's on, on the, the Mets. Mets? I don't think so. I think he's just in AAA. I'm pretty sure he's on the, in the Mets organization. Oh my god! Uh, what was his first name? Leagues? Dellen? He was. No, you. The Mets did sign him. I know. Man, he was so good. I don't know if he's on. So the, good. I don't know if he's on the IL. I don't know if he's. I was, that's why I was, I was. I don't watch day in day out. But speaking of bullpen. Oh my god! I, I remember he? him. He where pitched last he? season. I don't think he's pitched for us this season. <laughs> is he? Is he on the squad? No, definitely not. Oh, okay, okay. So, but speaking of uh, some relievers, Chappie is coming back, which oh god, can mean one of two things, man. When he comes back off injury, he's usually unbelievably amazing or absolutely horrid. So <laughs> we're gonna see how it comes back. You, if, he if is horrid, the Julius Randall of the Yankees. He really is. <laughs> god damn, that's horrible. That's a horrible <laughs> way to end this podcast. <laughs> But, yeah, anything on the Yankees front? I mean, I talked about you guys. Are you worried about not hitting home runs? This is, you guys just hit home runs. Who cares? I dude, mean, no. So, dude, this is the first time since 2009 that we actually are hitting the baseball. You're talking about professional hitters like IKF, yeah. Trevino, Carpenter. Like we're hitting, like we're hitting the ba- the baseball. It, it, it's amazing. Like, yes, we have the Stanton home runs. We have the Judge home runs. But other than that, everyone's like actually hitting the ball. And it feels fantastic. It's it's crazy that we don't miss Gary Sanchez, who's doing really well. <laughs> and it's crazy that we don't miss Gio Urshela, who's doing really well. Like it's, it's it, the Twins are ahead in the number one in the division, and we don't care. Like it, it's amazing, dude. Our pitching is unbelievable. I'm pretty sure that Garrett Cole has the lowest ERA in our rotation. Like we're we're doing pretty well right now. I'm, I'm still not worried about Garrett Cole. I, I don't care. I'm just not worried about him. The the Yankees are raking. I'm actually not scared of any baseball team, which I can't think of you the last have time a I tough felt schedule, like that. man. It was tough schedule the next two weeks. But yeah. I'm just not worried. Like, uh, yeah. how many times are we going to talk about the Yankees' tough schedule? I, I think it's a tough schedule for everyone else. Like, we I was so scared of the Rays the first time. But we murdered the Rays. It's as if like it's as if they weren't a real team. I I, I don't. I, we got the Blue Jays. Same idea. We got ten, we got. Tampa, Toronto, Tampa, Houston. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I'm just not worried about any of that. I know, like, usually I'd be like, oh my God, like Tampa (laughs) and then in the Trump, I'm worried that we got to go to Toronto. They're going to kill us. Vlad and then Houston, the division. Like, I think we're going to kill all of them. Like, we're going to be over 500 with all these teams. 
I the like only it. thing that concerns me is DJ LeMayhew. That's the only because I I thought he'd bounce back and he had a, a little bit of a hot start and I just don't think he's that dude anymore. Like hitting over three hundred. Oh, that's tough. I, I I think it's the I that's the one issue I have with the Yankees right now is we're playing the roulette of the sit out roulette of who gets to just miss a day. Yeah, and I just don't think these players like that. Like Donaldson's coming back right now. He's kind of fighting with LeMayhew. Donaldson's pissed off at the Yankees for not getting his back, and he made that public. I'm sure that the New York Yankees organization has a big issue with him talking smack about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we oh, have, my God, yeah. We have Andujar, who wants a trade. I hate Joey Gallo with every single fiber of my being. Like, those three guys, like, I don't know if they're going to make it past that, you know, deadline that you're talking about coming up in two months, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but other than that, dude, like, Glaber Torres, Rizzo, like, Judge Rizzo Stanton Torres is unbelievable. Like it's, it's unreal. And then when you throw in IKF, when you throw in Hicks playing actual baseball, when you throw Trevino playing actual baseball, Matt Carpenter, a 14 year veteran who is like hitting like 600 right now since he's been with the Yankees, like unbelievable, man. Like, I, I just, I love the small ball. I love that we're not just hitting home runs, quote unquote, and we're actually playing like, I don't know. I still just want Guardy on this team. I, 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 I know. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds insane, but Gar- I want Guardy on this team. Like, we don't need a Gallo. We need a, we need more professional hitters, but that's, that's just, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I honestly, dude, I'm anticipating this playoffs. I'm, I'm ready for the playoffs right yeah. now. Usually by now, I'm like, all right, time to get it together. We got two more months, <laughs> you know, to make a run at this division. Hopefully we're on top of the wild card. And like, we'll get together by hopefully end of August, September call-ups. And then we'll be good. No, like right now, I'm just like, dude, we're ready. Like, let's go. I am worried about getting hot too early, maybe. That's definitely a concern. I think what's the stat, it's like uh, 50% of the teams that lead the division, that lead their division at the all-star break, ultimately don't make the playoffs or something like that. There's some really? weird stat like that in baseball. Yeah, it's like, it's tough to go wire to wire. Mm, interesting. So, yeah, the only thing that's different really for me between the Yankees and the Mets is like the Mets, I feel comfortable pretty much with anyone getting a hit in the night. With the Yankees, I just stay away from a couple people. And I want to run that guy past you guys real quick because you guys obviously know the team better than me. Chip, you scared me. I bet DJ LeMay you'd get a hit like pretty much every night. <laughs> yeah, I so. just, I, I still, I'm not like trying to trash DJ or anything. I'm just talking about in comparison to the guy he was like, Two or three years ago, I just he was so yeah, yeah. He was so damn. I still think he's a good player. Obviously, I just I thought of he would revert to that form, and I I don't know if he's gonna revert to that guy. You disagree, John? If he's in the lineup, he's gonna get a hit. I I I agree. Like I would always take him. I I just have this weird trust in him. But if you want a guy that you want to take every single night, man, you take you take Rizzo. You take Anthony Rizzo. See, that's the one of the guys Anthony I stay away Rizzo. from. Dude, no, I don't know why nobody's <sighs> talking about this guy. He's batting 200. That's why. I think Judge is the guy to take every night. Well, yeah. But yeah, so but he's my guys like minus are, money. My guys are, D- oh, they're all minus money. I take oh. DJ, Judge, Torres, and IKF. Those are my four guys. Mm-hmm. Judge is minus 300. Hicks, DJ is minus 300. IKF. Hicks is hot right now, though. Hicks and, is hot right now. Yeah, Torres are usually like minus 150, which is like pretty good for just to get a hit. I love Anthony Rizzo so much. I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. Like he is the glue to this team. As soon as he came on this Yankees team, everything changed. The minute he stepped and it was like, and then like we wanted to get rid of him in the offseason, which drove me absolutely nuts. And nobody's talking about the fact that he looks like half a person. Like, like look at, look at his face. I know he has, I know he has cancer, so I don't know if there's anything to do with it. But if you look at his face last year and this year, he's a completely different man. Like yeah. I, I don't know, he could eat like that. Anthony Rizzo could eat this Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> like so, I don't know. Like I, I, I love the guy. I think this team is a team of destiny. Let's go, baby! I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for yeah. the summer to end and and football to come and MLB playoffs and NBA regular season and the World Cup. Like, bring me the fall, bro. I am ready. I'm All ready right, let's take it easy. Yeah. Summer just yeah. got here. But, I'm yeah. ready. This is this sports. is the most confident sports I've been fun. in a Yankee team in a long time. Because typically, ready for sports. yeah, when we get to the playoffs, typically I'm like crossing my fingers, like, all right, I hope Aaron Judge hits a couple of home runs in this game. Wild. <laughs> I don't feel like that now. I, do, I really don't. 
Yeah. All right. On that note, next week draft episode. NBA draft. NBA draft. Oh, yeah. Programming note for the for the fans out there. Mm-hmm. Great guest coming on. Yep. Let's get it, guys. You know where to find us. Please like, subscribe uh, to our winning P Weekly on Twitter. You got Chip Murphy Seven on Twitter. You got Knicks Fan TV where Chip is, where Alex or Terrace is, the Tridecaster, who's a co-host of Knicks Jets, etc. Speaking of Knicks Jets, etc. Go on that YouTube. That's where you'll find these videos. Also, Knicks Jets, Knicks comma Jets comma ATC. Nobody spells out the rest, right, Alex? <laughs> uh, that's that's just be- wild. <laughs> it's just wild. That's <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You name it, we are there. Let us know what you got. Let's let's make if we start hitting some golf bets, man. I'm gonna start losing my mind. So let's go, man. Let's just go. Anyone have anything? Any last thoughts? Let us know what you're taking in the comments. We want to know. We want to follow. We want to talk about it. Let's go. All right. See you next week, boys. NBA draft. Let's go.